I need to read. Yeah. I need to get like fall back into that hopeless romance bookworm thing that I I used to be. It's fun. Because now I'm just a cynical, (laughs) love-hating, Tessa the Durbervilles woman. (laughs) You are a woman scorned and you need some hope back into your lap. Well, I have some good. Dangerous, but yes. I got some really good ones i'll send you like the rom-com recommendations i won't send you any tearjerker yeah. ones because i have some really not yet not okay yet. but i do if you're ever like <laughs> chloe i need a good romance movie romance book that's gonna make me cry i mean maybe I have a bunch. like for every for every two rom-coms give me one tearjerker you need a good cry you know like i do we it's healthy it is- i've cried twice today already so <laughs> love that <laughs> <laughs> is that healthy Mm, but debatable the occasional tear but- yeah interrupted welcome to film interrupted a podcast for amateur film lovers by amateur film lovers i am chloe and i'm mel <laughs> And this week, it is Mel's turn again. We're going to go through. It's going to be one of her movie recommendations and one that was new to me. So today, episode is on (laughs) Lady Bird. Yes, the beautiful Lady Bird by Greta Gerwig. Um, This movie is... I feel like it kind of seems like a random movie. You like, you finish it and you're like, huh. Yeah, it was... (laughs) (laughs) you just kind of it's i feel like uh, especially for like young adult women i feel like it's a mega flashback to for sure life in high school i think that's how it was for me at least um but yeah this movie is definitely on my top top list of favorite movies it's it's just like one of those good feeling movies i think and i have a, a lot of love for greta gerwig and saoirse ronan who doesn't love saoirse mm-hmm so yeah no it was a good one and it was like i said it was it was a new one for me i had not i have not seen it and i remember hearing about it and i actually remember after i was watching it i was like i've seen like a couple of like gifs from this movie like Mm -hmm. just around but i've never actually watched the whole thing nor did i actually i I don't even think it was on my radar of movies to watch uh but that's just because i'm like you know uncultured and i don't know anything about like the film industry (laughs) Yeah, but it, I, I liked it a lot. And I remember watching it, and one of the things that I kept thinking was, okay, where is this movie going? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what's going to happen next? Like, can I guess what how this movie is going to end? And the answer was a big fat no, because it, I, it was kind of all over the place, but in a good way. And I really couldn't guess what was going to happen next. And I can tell you there's, like, two parts of the movie where, like, one part in particular, but two parts of the movie where I, like, my mouth just like dropped and I was like, uh, okay, I wasn't expecting that to happen. And it's not one of these like crazy movies. It's just a simple, cute movie. I still had that bit of a shock factor for me for one or two times. Uh, we'll get into it for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to hear about yeah. <laughs> what part that was for you. Because <laughs> I'm like sitting here trying to be like, what hmm, is it? Yeah. What? <laughs> but no, that's good. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely one of those those movies that just makes you feel things and I feel like for me the number one feeling I get after watching this movie is I just feel awkward 
And like, that's kind of my whole experience on this film is just like reminiscing on the most awkward high school experience. And that's how school life was for me in life and growing up. So yeah, it was it was a bit of like, this movie was, um, for me, it was like emotional whiplash, because, um, Mm -hmm. which kind of, I feel like was the main character's um, relationship with a lot of the side characters in this movie was emotional whiplash Mm -hmm. and and so that's why I got a bit of that where I was like oh we're on a high and then we immediately went on a low but Mm -hmm. it also kind of goes it goes along with what you were saying about that's just kind of high school you know it's it it, by definition for me is that high school angst and Mm -hmm. that's what I felt a lot of it but yeah okay I'll let you go ahead and get started yeah okay so um I don't have a lot to go off of today. Basically, probably the funniest thing I think for me is how uh, this movie starts. I think that was probably one of my favorite parts about this film is that we just go right into this relationship between um, mother and daughter. So we have Saoirse who plays um, Lady Bird, Mm -hmm. uh, Christine McPherson, and her mother, Marion played by Laurie Metcalf, um, just driving a car. And they were coming back from a road trip of seeing universities in California. And they're crying over the audio tape to Grapes of Wrath. And so quickly as they are bonding, do they like jump into bickering with each Mm -hmm. other? So much to the point where Lady Bird jumps out of the car. And yep. I think this is probably one of my favorite intros to a film, especially for a film like this, especially a film about uh, that revolves around a mother-daughter relationship. Because who has ever like felt like jumping out of the car right. when their mother was talking? Well, f- I feeling have. like it, but like actually doing it. Oh, not doing it, insane. but this is Lady Bird. <laughs> like, I, for me, it's like there's times in high school where I, I guess... My mom is different. Like, my mom and I have always, like, pretty much gotten along pretty well. But even so, there's times in high school I can remember where I felt like that. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it was mostly with my dad. But either way, it's like when your parent, you're having oh, that conversation with your parent. And yeah. for me, it's like, I just want to bang my head on this dashboard until I, like, knock myself out. Because, oh, and that funny. was, like, high school for me. But, no, that was one of the two moments that like, my mouth just dropped open. Because I was, and then I just started laughing because it was... It was like they're crying and then they had a little bit of that emotional whiplash where they were just and I was like, oh, they're really Mm -hmm. close. That's really cute. And then it just switched. And then I was literally writing down in my notes. Wow. A lot of toxic energy coming from mama here. And I was looking Aww. down and writing it. And then I look up and she just opens the door. <laughs> She's out of the car. No hesitation. <laughs> jumps out of yep. the damn thing. And I, I just, my mouth just drops open because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> and I just started laughing. And I was like, what, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was the one moment. That was one of the two moments. So there you go. Yeah. An incredible, an incredible way to start off a movie, I think. Yeah, it was fantastic. I loved it. Um... But yes, yeah, so for the rest of the film, I guess um, a good way to, instead of doing like a play-by-play just for this episode, I feel like the best way to explain the rest of this film is just a year in the life of a Catholic school, private high schooler, school. yeah. private schooler, yeah. 
um, in Sacramento, California. And so we get a lot of stuff from her, her family life and kind of the relationship she has with both of her parents as well as like what's going on in, in school, like boys and trying to figure out what she's going to do with her life after high school. And there's like a lot of like that up and down in that movie. So there's not much of like a full well how would you say like a I guess it, it's a story for sure but it's not like a like a it's not it, I, it not doesn't feel like fiction there's right. there's not a whole lot of structure in the sense that like you know this happens and this is a result you know and then it just continues right. on it's like this is a day-to-day thing like you said it, there's there's not a whole lot of structure whenever you are going from day to day and kind of showing how her and her friends and her family, like kind of Mm -hmm. their dynamics, their roles, what they're going through, what stages and phases they're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, it's, I mean, I, I did take notes, but a lot of it was just like little like tidbits thing that I, like I noticed and, um, but there's really not a whole lot. I did get a little bit of, uh, (laughs) like catholic catholicism ptsd watching the the intro <laughs> yeah. to her oh yes the montage, school, yeah. the montage mm-hmm. um because i had to go through a bunch of classes at uh our catholic church um to do my first communion and get my confirmation done in high school and uh yeah so i had a little bit of ptsd about that because it wasn't (laughs) super fun yeah so a lot of that going on um although one thing i did want to say is that like so the first thing that they did is they're showing this montage and it's her going through like the service and and Mm -hmm. doing classes and she has her pink cast on which was really cute Mm -hmm. and um but did you ever watch the show Greek? I did, yeah. Okay, so I, w- I was kind of a little shook because Evan Chambers is playing her teacher. <gasps> yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh yes. my God, sign me up. Where do I go? I Oh my gosh. Catholic school, Catholic PTSD be damned. I, I need to be there with Evan Chambers because oh, it's fantastic. You have no idea. Honestly, I'm so in love with him. Uh, and Although I was funny. more of a cappy girl, but I, I do love oh, a good of Evan course. Chambers. Of course. You know Everybody me. was for Cappy. Yeah. Yeah. I love but... a good skater boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, the the teacher dynamic too as well. Like there are just a bunch of little things in this film that I love. And I think one of them was not necessarily Lady Bird's dynamic with the teacher, but mm-hmm. her best friend, Julie. Oh my God. I worship at the altar that is Julie. I love, I love Beanie Feldstein. Fun fact, she's Jonah Hill's little sister if oh anyone my God, didn't know that really that's so cool no yeah. i had no idea but she's fantastic and i was like i need mm-hmm. a julie in my life we all need I a julie in a my julie. life oh my, oh my god. god but yeah but you're like four fourteen hundred miles away from me true this is true i need someone uh, to like lie on my back and eat uh communion wafers <laughs> wafers <laughs> yes oh my gosh that was that a was... whole ass mood i was like that that was an amazing was yeah like she was what was her response they were like you're not supposed to be eating the wafers yeah. it's not consecrated yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah. oh my god i can't i love that i love that forever it was great but, um yeah one of i think probably one of the most memorable things about this film is the scene in which the teacher asks 
for everybody to give the give him their grades in the class because his yeah. grade book was stolen honor system and she yeah and she goes up to him and is just like <laughs> fumbling with her words yeah. and i've done that so many times with men and it's even more funny because i've always always had a crush on at least one of my teachers oh my every God. year in school <gasps> so that is like my favorite thing of this movie i and don't like, even think i had i don't did i have any like attractive teachers that i was i don't think i did to be honest like i think that the when it didn't have a good like assortment especially no. not i don't feel like when you were around when no you were there. and i feel like i honestly too i think that majority of the teachers that i had during my high school career were all females which oh. i think that helps i had a, my yeah. english teacher my uh sophomore year was like freaking adorable and i ended up TAing for her um Wait, my senior year um I would tell you, but I can't remember. And she's been married know, since blanking. then. I can't remember her name. Um, but Miss Thompson it was her name at the time, I think. Um, Thompson. Yeah, she was freaking cute. I loved her. And she was really sweet. And her actual, I think her first year of teaching English um, was my sophomore year. And then um, she did AVID. And I ended up teeing mm. for her um, senior year, which resulted in me, like, mostly going on starbucks runs for her. oh sick <laughs> it was great love i was ex- i was such a good tutor it was fantastic oh dope love that yeah it, oh, yeah. yeah it was cool. yeah i don't really think uh this definitely brought up a lot of high school stuff for me which is funny oh, because it's like it's been like like you know been a minute it's been a while it's been over 10 years for me since i graduated high school which is crazy to think wow. about but like yeah it and it's like it's just I don't know. I resonate so much with like the angsty moods of like these high school <laughs> movies. Yeah. But which is funny because I never really had a rebellious stage in high school, to be honest. And hmm. I think that's why is because I was so into like the angst and I listened to like nothing but emo music. But I didn't really <laughs> dress that way because like I think it would freak my parents out because my dad is a cop. My mom's a nurse. <laughs> They're like has forcing me to go to Catholic things to get my f- confirmation done. Like if I were to dye my hair like purple and like try to get my nose pierced in high school, they would have freaked. Um, I didn't even wear <laughs> high. St- I didn't even wear makeup until I graduated like high school. So like hmm. yeah. So I was not because I wasn't allowed. I was allowed right. Like I think at sixteen, but I just wasn't interested. So I never wore makeup. And so I think I always wanted to be that like rebellious thing, which is funny because that's why I was always like my type, like despite what Jimmy looks like, (laughs) my type ideally is like guys with dark hair, light eyes, tattoos, preferably (laughs) like I like like I did not not lying. I liked my skater dudes. I love my (laughs) emo dudes. I love my scene dudes. Like I love the bad boy look, even though I was attracted to personalities like Jimmy's that are like (laughs) (laughs) not bad boy. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's funny. So that's why I was like, I'm never going to get this. So it's fine. I love you, Jimmy. (laughs) (laughs) But it's because like I always kind of was attracted to that. And I always kind of wish I could embody that. Like I wish I could look like that and pull off those looks because that's I always thought it was so cool. But I never did. And so I think that's why I really like these types of films where you can feel somebody like feel the angst and like the <laughs> different wide range of like being an emotional teenager, you know? Yeah. And, and oh, especially for, sure. for Lady Bird, because she had such an over overbearing, overwhelming 
even though it you know it comes from a good place still nonetheless over a little bit overwhelming of a a mother Mm -hmm. no for sure kind of like a uh yeah like you said overbearing like just like a clingy uh home life and so she kind of develops this overt personality Mm -hmm. to cope with like high school which is fair i feel like that's needed she it's to the point where she feels like she needs to find and give herself a new identity because she feels like she can't really have i mean to me that's what at least what i got from it is like no absolutely reason for it is because she feels like she really can't have any of the independence and i don't know like respect and um stuff that she's looking for from her mother because she has mm-hmm. that with her dad because they have like a really good calm relationship because he's a really mellow guy mm-hmm. um but with her mom she just wants this like acceptance and she just wants her to be proud of her but she doesn't have that so she's like you know what i'm just gonna be my own person i'm not gonna be this person like i think there was a part in there where she said something about like they're like uh, like the, the uh drama guy i think was like oh ladybird is that your given name and she's like yep and he's like, oh, that was the name. That's the name that you were, you know, given at birth. And she's like, nope, it was given by me, you know, by me or given to me by me or something like that. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's like, I think that's where I kind of got that. I was like, OK, I think that she's just she's like, if she's not going to accept me for, you know, who I am, I'm going to, you know, kind of step away from the name she gave me i'm going to step away from mm-hmm. who she like expects me to be because you know i'm i'm not that i'm going to right. be my own person i'm going to give myself this new identity yeah oh for sure which is like it and it like it's kind of hard to to watch from like an outward perspective also because mm-hmm. you see like you like you know that like the mom is just trying to love her in the best way yeah. that she knows how to love her and it's like it's cringy because some people may have been on the receiving end of that and it's like that's not not how people can receive it like it's not always like just because you you spit it one way doesn't mean someone's going to receive it the same way that you're you're given it Mm -hmm. and so it's just it's like it's hard to watch and even when they were um like uh the thrift store or when they were shopping for a prom dress or wherever they were um and her mom was just like being so like picky about like the color of her dress and she's like why like why can't you just accept me like for me like what if this is the the best me that I'll be and her mom's like oh yeah (laughs) and it's just so yeah it's sad and she's like do you like me and she's like you know that I love you and she's like yeah but do you you like like me me? and I was like that's huge that was so sad to watch and it's Mm -hmm. hard because like you know that and the 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 way fast forwarding because we're skipping over so much stuff that (laughs) goes on in her life but like at the end when she drops her off at the airport and she refuses Mm. to to say bye you know like Mm -hmm. to to say anything I was like that was so hard for me to watch because I'm like I I've been trying to be like give the mom and I do, but I throughout the movie, I'm trying to give her so much grace because I know that she's hard on her because she loves her and she just wants the best for her and she, you know, wants her to have the best life. But she also is also selfish because she wants her close mm-hmm. and she wants to yeah. protect her. And mm-hmm. I totally get all of that. But I was like, I think I, I, I was watching it and I was like, is your pride really worth risking like potentially damaging, mm-hmm. you know, further damaging the, uh, relationship you have with your daughter like you're there's already this wedge there Mm -hmm. that has been put in place by kind of this tumultuous like 
dynamic that they have yeah but you're not even willing to like kind of put your pride aside and say goodbye give your tell your daughter that you're proud of her for figuring this all out you know and getting you know getting to the point where she's going off to this school that she wants to go to right and but she can't do that and I was like that's so heartbreaking and then she has this breakdown when she's driving away which was sad but it's like oh yeah it's like it's sad but it's like honey this could have been prevented (laughs) I know you know and it's hard to watch yeah and like that's one of like the most realist experiences though Mm -hmm. is that you don't really understand the weight of your actions until after so of course it's like it's too late even though she goes back and she tries for sure um I can be incredibly stubborn um it's a part (laughs) of my like (laughs) nine-esque personality traits (laughs) is that I'm very stubborn I'm aware of it it's something that I try to work on but it's one of those things that when you're an incredibly hard-headed, stubborn person, speaking from experience, when you're in the thick of being stubborn and putting your foot down and making a decision, even though in your head you're screaming at yourself, stop, this is not worth it. This is not right. like just just suck it up and let it go or yeah. get over it. Like this is not worth it. And you're I, there's times where like I will my head will be so buried in the sand because I'm like I'm not gonna give up on this because I'm so stubborn about the situation and in my head I'm like no this is just you're wrong like just stop you're 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 gonna you're gonna say something you're gonna do something something is gonna happen that you can't take back and you need mm-hmm. to stop before you go too far and it's hard because you try to pull yourself back from that and you recognize it and acknowledge it in the moment even. And it's not until it hits the point where you're like, okay, I went too far. <laughs> that you're like, now I need to calm down and backtrack because, or try to backtrack because, but by then sometimes it's, you know, too much damage has been done. It's hard. I think that's probably, um, I, I'm I'm going to say the biggest message from this Mm -hmm. film um is that mother-daughter relationship and how kind of average it can be and how which is interesting because i thought i not it wasn't like wow i'm the only one in the world that has a mom that's like that can be this controlling kind Mm -hmm. of thing but like to see that that is probably a common thing was very interesting to me yeah um and so yeah i think that was probably one of the main things and we do see at the end like again fast forwarding at least in this chain of like the the mom subplot i guess mm-hmm. is um in the end and how she's finally in new york and and she calls and just like talking to her mom again and then even mm-hmm. at the party when she introduces herself to someone she goes yeah. by christine instead of ladybird and it's like that's already like a huge um a huge transition for her to go from like okay i've like now i've stepped out of that person yeah and i'm finally coming into the person that i want to be and the person that my parents want me to be or all that jazz so right okay so the next subplot that is also one of my favorites is the high school dating subplot (laughs) oh my gosh so much high school dating stuff yeah Yeah, this was fun (laughs) it was fun it made me laugh i was like this is great well first off like i know you're about to start from the top so i will just say i love 
a good audition montage in any aspect in any movie uh, yeah of course <laughs> and so whenever they were doing the like drama like audition the theater, mon- yeah. the theater like montage I-, I was living for it because i any montage that you get where you have like they're on stage and doing an audition like theater kids are i 100 mm-hmm. percent down my favorite part of the movies <laughs> it was really cute yeah, i really I, I really enjoyed it and i love julie and, she's so cute oh it's the best i again is is she the star of the show i don't know yeah fantastic i mean and she got the lead which was so cute i i loved so all of cute. it yeah yeah i do love like that aspect that like she turned to like theater to kind of express herself more i feel Mm -hmm. like i 100 percent resonate with that um but yeah so she goes into this whole dating sphere and of course that is um the the theater is a good segue because that's where she meets danny Mm uh the theater god i guess we'll call him he's the cutest thing he's adorable He's like the sweetest thing and she's like obsessed and it's it's really sweet looking and of course that like starts this romance mm-hmm. and it's exciting for her. She's writing his name on her bedroom wall <laughs> and then nothing's perfect plot twist he's gay yeah that was the other moment for me because i wasn't really okay because what really no oh i mean when it happened yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but you knew he was gay no no because it wasn't it was kind of like it wasn't on it wasn't on the forefront of my mind because i'm watching this okay and i will explain myself one i didn't (laughs) think that they were gonna do like oh it's a typical like you know theater kid that is happens to be gay you know like i didn't think that they were gonna do that um but aside from that i was thinking okay this is like really cute and i was watching it and i remember watching it okay their first kiss and it was so cute and Mm -hmm. i was and i was i was kind of wrote down i was like do i remember my first kiss i don't remember my first kiss oh mine was not that glamorous at all it was dumb really oh, i oh, was trying boring. really you don't i don't remember my first kiss and I, oh, that sounds so bad i have not had that many like kisses in my life but i i honestly i don't remember my first kiss like i okay well hold on pause let's go back to your first boyfriend yeah was he your first kiss <laughs> i don't remember <laughs> How do you not remember? I don't remember. I uh, maybe you maybe you had a kiss in like kindergarten, and that's like like what everybody says is their first no, kiss. No, I okay. No, I I I no. I mean, like I had like a like an, I think in like an elementary school. Like there, yeah, there was hmm. like a like a peck, but I I don't even think it made it on the lip, so I don't count that. And <laughs> it was just hilarious because I remember that guy's name. Um, oh, <laughs> but, okay, we're gonna go through like all of them. Yeah, I don't remember, and so I think. I'm pretty sure that my first boyfriend was my first kiss, but I do not remember. You don't remember when it, happening. it happened. You know what? I think it happened. Okay. So speaking of Catholicism, I had <laughs> <laughs> to do my first, my confirmation um, before I had my quinceanera mm-hmm. when I turned 15. And when I turned 15, after I turned 15, when, when I was allowed to start dating, and so my partner, he was like, my, cause for your say you have to do like the confirmation and then you do your big party. And, mm-hmm. um, then a lot of times you have like a dance number that you do. Mm-hmm. And so we had to do, um, a dance routine with me and the girls and the guys that were in my like 
quince party and my dance partner was the guy that is was my first boyfriend and he um we knew that like we were like we can't like be officially boyfriend and girlfriend until i turned 15 (laughs) so like Mm. we weren't dating we weren't together but we were like, yeah, we were like together. But I don't think that he we actually kissed until after my set. So I think we kissed sometime after my set. But I honestly do not remember. I'm pretty sure it was like at the movies or something like not very like, you know, cool. Romance. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't remember. It wasn't rememberable. Like That's just the I mean, obviously, because I'm having the hardest time remembering. Like I do. <laughs> it wasn't a memorable um, first kiss. I mean, I've had like first kisses with other boyfriends or other guys. Guys that right, were but like way your first, more memorable. First, first kiss. Yeah, but my very first kiss, I honestly, I, I don't remember. I, I think it was in the movies. Like, I think we went to go watch a movie together, and he so kissed sad. me in the movie theater. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I would rather it have been in a movie theater than in school. Mine was in school, and I was like, I get away. And everybody, everybody, all my friends were watching. Like at lunch or something. Yeah. Oh, weird. And they all knew because they were like. Oh Mel, Austin's gonna come and kiss you today, and I'm like, mm. and like on my way walking over there, I'm like chewing gum, like, ah, ah, what's gonna happen? I don't know. And then he walks towards me, and everybody's just staring at a circle across the field, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And then it was just like a little, and I was like, that was it. That oh, was I love it. that right. story though. <laughs> no, it was terrible. Aww. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think he has like three kids now. <laughs> fantastic (laughs) yeah so wait do you so do you have like a first kiss like we're going way off topic but do you have like a first kiss with somebody else that was actually memorable that you would like if i could switch it out for my first kiss that would be because i think i have one oh okay you you go you go you go (laughs) well i'm trying to i'm trying to to you don't remember no i do i do i remember but i'm I'm trying to think of like the best way to approach the story though so that's what i was saying do you have one I, I mean, I do. The first one that I can think of. That was like a good, is, that you were like, oh, if I were to. Like, it was magic. Yeah. Like, your first kiss with a, with a person that you're like, if I were to be able to like magically if write I could my, call the, this, my life yeah. story, this would be my first kiss instead. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it was, it was. You don't a have rainy... the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Yeah. I doubt he'll listen. And if he does, then he would be honored. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> okay. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. This goes out to Levi. Oh, <laughs> cute. The little shit. Um, <laughs> no, um, but no, it was a, it was like a rainy fall afternoon mm-hmm. in Switzerland. And we went for a walk to talk um, mm-hmm. about our feelings and we're just sitting on a bench in this field that overlooks like these hills and the alps and all that stuff and it's like raining and yeah we're just sitting on this bench and then he kisses me and it was just like magic we're like twirling in this field it was like perfect little situation oh my god (laughs) it was is literally it was like picture perfect it was it was really nice yeah That's like yeah. a start to like an epic like like romance and like novel it, or something. Honestly, it was. I think I'm going to do a version of that into a script because yeah, it beautiful. was like a lot of like like just that whole relationship like when we were living in Europe was very like 
here we're going on a train ride mm-hmm. and we're going to meet in Geneva and just spend the day with each other and no one will know. And like, <laughs> it was very like Europe romance, like secrets. And it wasn't even that glamorous, to be honest. But it was still like the, the fact that it took place in Switzerland made it even better. So. Yeah, that's so funny. All right. Like, well, I think that he automatically, that automatically wins because it's like a leg up because you're in freaking Switzerland. Only because it was Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. But and if well, it was in Paris, like, then I'd be like, yeah. and stuff like that. Like you can't, oh, yeah, like, you add rain. rain to anything and it's like super romantic, you know? It, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I know. It was great. It was really great. I remember coming back from that talk mm-hmm. to my friend and I'm like, like have my rain jacket on, my beanie on and I'm like just smiling and like red nosed because it's like cold outside and she's like why are you smiling i thought you just had a like i thought you had a terrible talk with levi like i thought you guys had to like break things off because we didn't tell anyone that we were together now yeah and so i was like yeah it was really sad like (laughs) but just like could not stop smiling and i felt bad because i didn't tell any of my friends about that until like two months later yeah, or if something. that was your first kiss that would have that would have been the first kiss of all kisses to like you you would that would win every time oh yeah i think so love i love that so. okay wow. so i don't want to give him that honor but anyway no, yeah. but no, i mean you didn't even have to put a name to it and it's just you could put anybody's name to that and that would have been great so true um yeah mine was okay so like it's funny when I think about all of like my first kisses with the people that I have kissed in the past like I said it's not a long list but you know (laughs) there's enough of them and if I put it like if I try to put them all like the very first kiss that I had with those you know people I don't think any of them are anywhere near on par (laughs) as far as romance goes That's fair. I've had like my first kisses have been like on the front doorstep to my parents' house. Like that's on the on that was Jimmy and Oh good. And then on uh which was actually his first kiss like ever. Um and then like on like the couch of their parents' home, you know, stuff like that. Like it's nothing Mm. like super crazy. But it's funny because I think that my favorite first kiss was with um an ex-boyfriend of mine and um (laughs) the reason why i like it is is kind of funny because it's also ties in we're gonna be able to segue right back into this whole thing um (laughs) but it was actually in front of um uh our church (laughs) oh nice he we um we were i was still going to um like sunday school classes and stuff and um Wednesday night classes that they have for like the teens and stuff mm-hmm. and we went on this retreat I will say I will preface this with saying that when I went on the retreat it was like we went to do you remember Fraser Park um it's like up north it's really gets really snowy and like kind of cold there um, I think so. yeah I think yeah, it's yeah. if I'm not mistaken it's like near the Kern River anyways we we went to like Fraser Park for this like camping overnight thing at the time i was dating my first boyfriend but i will say that he had transferred schools like twice (laughs) and (laughs) we never saw each other and we never talked and like Mm. i'm pretty sure that like he was already seeing another girl but we technically just had not broken up yet (laughs) we didn't break up because we never talked or never saw each other and so Mm. like 
Um, and I didn't really care because I wasn't really interested in any other guys. And so I was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, I guess technically I'm still in a relationship, but I, I don't know. Am I? Because <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> it, it was like freshman, sophomore year. I don't even remember. I think it was like freshman year. And anyways, so got along really well with this guy. And then um, we had like, whenever we got back, I finally got in touch with my ex my boyfriend at the time and broke things off with him and like officially just so I felt like I was in good conscience to like move (laughs) forward with anybody or anything and we didn't start dating I didn't start dating him for a while like a few weeks after that but either way um because we still had classes together at catholic school (laughs) and Mm -hmm. so I really liked him and like we were both I mean he was like a lot more shy than I was about the whole thing um he did like kind of like the whole like middle school high school thing where you're like you have one of his friends that's constantly telling you how much he likes you and trying to gauge yeah it was cute at the time I mean it's so cute now but it was very high school flashbacks yeah (laughs) and so yeah so then he um I was like this guy is like is he ever gonna ask me out and so finally I was I asked him out in front of we were waiting for like our like class had ended and it was like Wednesday night or something like that and it was like dark and we were sitting in front of the church building in front of like this I don't know all these plants and stuff like bushes and stuff against the wall kind of waiting for our parents to pick us up and I finally I asked him out and he was kind of surprised (laughs) that I asked him to be my boyfriend because you know obviously that's not something that happens he seemed really nervous so I kind of I kind of made a fool of myself a little bit and I was like what do you want me to do you want me to like get down on my knees and beg you or like or to give me an answer or something like that <laughs> and then he started laughing and then he said yes and then um I kissed him and he wasn't expecting it because we were <laughs> at church and then he realized like oh okay like I'm free to do this and so then he kissed me back and it was really cute and then like um my mom pulled up and she saw and it was fun (laughs) and she was like I'm not gonna say anything but if you're gonna do that there's a (laughs) she's literally said this to me she's like I'm not gonna say anything about what I just saw but if you're gonna do that there's an El Pollo Loco across the street you can go there to do that and just check let me know just let me know just let me know i was like okay mom (laughs) (laughs) sorry mom sorry mom but i thought it was really cute and i i liked it because i thought it was i thought it was funny because i i i i think that was the only time that i actually took initiative to kiss anybody which i was like you go girl yeah i did the damn thing (laughs) i was just like a sophomore in high school and it was you know we dated for a whole month it was thrilling thrilling a wild ride god do you remember oh i hate i mean to be honest that's about as long as my relationships currently last but (laughs) the idea that you had to go to school with someone date them for like a month Mm -hmm. and then still see them every day oh my god no okay a tragedy (laughs) well for us it was different because he actually went to bonnie um the catholic school that was right there that that church and right. of course I went to Boina and but we saw each other um I he went for to a different school and, and we saw each other like tw- at least twice a week for church and mm-hmm. then um he would come over to my house and stuff like that and we'd hang out and we would 
you know, go to the movies or we'd go get ice cream and do all that fun stuff. Like we'd go mm-hmm. to like, you remember where Century 16 used to be? Like we'd mm-hmm. go to that food court area and we would hang out oh, like, yeah. around the area all the time. Classic. Yeah. Cause it was yep. so close to my house. We would just walk there. And so, yeah. um, yeah. And then <laughs> I feel really bad. So when I, <laughs> I broke up with him on our one month anniversary, which is like Ooh. tragic when you're a sophomore and, um, but I, I will say I did, I did, I broke up with him because like my family was like having a bunch of like really, really like, it was like peak crazy for my family. And <laughs> I was, um, kind of doing like overtime, kind of helping out with, you know, picking up the slack around my house, mm-hmm. uh, cause my parents were working crazy shifts and stuff. And so I literally had no time. I had zero time to dedicate to him and he didn't mm-hmm. I didn't even have the luxury of going to the same school of him, as him to see him and like our classes were kind of ending and so I wasn't going to be able to see him at church anymore because my parents weren't going to have time to take me anymore and mm-hmm. so I was like I literally have no time for him <laughs> and I felt so bad because I, I liked him so much and I know that he Aww. like liked me th- a lot too and so but I just, I knew I couldn't do it. So I broke up with him. I didn't really give him a good reason. <laughs> I think I just Aww. said that like we were kind of, I feel like we we're better off as friends. And for and I did say for now, but I was like kind of hoping that that for now would be like, just get, be patient with me the kind hope, of a thing. Yeah. yeah. But unfortunately it kind of left him without closure. And especially too, that I kind of <laughs> low key ghosted him after that because I was like, I couldn't, I knew I couldn't do it. And I knew that if I told him the truth that he would be like, oh, I'll be patient and I'll like, I'll wait. And then that would just add more stress for me so I couldn't do it so fast forward like a month and a half later things really die down with my family and I can actually like breathe a little so then I went to go see if I can get a hold of him so I can like kind of explain and see if we can pick things up where we started off but I actually messaged one of his friends asking them what they thought about if I were to contact him like do you think did they think it was a good idea and they were like he's like barely like getting to the point where he's getting over you like I think you should just leave him alone and I was like okay so then I just I did I just did not contact him after that and um funny enough fast flash forward like few years I'm dating Jimmy and him and Jimmy work together (laughs) wait what they, they work together as police cadets at the um oh my god yeah so it's funny because so he moved on uh with his now <laughs> wife so fun. yeah wait who is this alex uh oh yeah yes so, okay yeah so he moved on with his now wife and um they have uh a, such a cute little guy together and then um obviously i moved on with jimmy and we were together we were I think he got together with his his wife uh, or his girlfriend turned wife uh, around the same time that I got together with Jimmy because I think we've been together with so our significant cute. others for about, about the same time. Mm-hmm. And so anyways, yeah, we uh, it's funny because fast forward, Jimmy ends up working as a police cadet at the, you know what I mean, the sheriff's de- uh, police mm-hmm. department. And so he ends up working there and Alex is also a cadet. So they end up working together. And then, um, and then Alex's girlfriend turned wife, she ended up working there too. 
and uh she wasn't my biggest fan (laughs) she didn't like me i think just because i was an ex-girlfriend and then once jimmy and i got engaged then she was like definitely a a lot nicer to me and they actually we actually ended up inviting them to our wedding and they invited us to theirs so it's all like water under the bridge now but it's pretty funny how that whole thing yeah that's crazy i don't think you've ever told me the story about him but because i I remember meeting him at your wedding Mm -hmm. but that's so funny yeah that's that's it so we he was he was my my catholic school boyfriend um which is funny because i I don't think either of us are catholic anymore (laughs) (laughs) love that we dated for a month and i broke up with him because uh my family was crazy and then i was like and then uh but it worked out for the best because you know he's he's happy married and i'm happy with jimmy because jimmy's awesome so uh, <laughs> the lord provides the lord provides <laughs> <laughs> even if you no longer go to catholic school he'll yeah, provide. exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, golly but yeah so anyways yeah back to the story or the movie oh, yeah um what i was saying was is that i didn't think that like i with how it was gonna end up that way because they had their first kiss which i thought was really cute which is why we got on that tangent and mm-hmm. um and then but everything else too like their whole like relationship leading up to that i didn't really get it and i i guess looking back on it it's obvious but whenever i was watching it i didn't pick up on it because even whenever she was like you could touch my boobs you know and he's like yeah but i respect you so much i was just like <laughs> i was like okay this is just a cute little catholic boy like there's nothing wrong with that you know what i mean True. like okay. i mean i mean i don't know not necessarily that all like catholic boys are going to be like that's cute and like you know respectful respectful. i mean obviously because of like later on in the movie we see that um that's not always the case but like he yeah i just thought that was like really cute and i was like oh like how high school is that like where you're just trying to like see who's gonna make the first move to go to like the next if there's gonna be a next base like who's gonna do it and how it's gonna get there and whether or not like they have the like okay you know mm-hmm. so i remember the first time like whenever jimmy and i were dating and the first time that he like touched my butt was on accident <laughs> he didn't realize it. and i didn't react so he was like oh so it's okay <laughs> so it was one of those things where he's like okay okay that means it's okay um, it was hilarious but that's just like a high school thing you know and we were like juniors at the time and it was nothing nothing like 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 you know crossing any lines or anything super sexual it was just one of those things where he accidentally grazed my butt over my jeans and he realized i didn't react to it and i didn't have a problem with it so then he like was able to like put his hands like in the like my back pocket and it was totally fine because i wasn't gonna slap him <laughs> that is funny yeah oh my gosh. but that's what i thought of i was like oh this is so high school like oh can i you know you can do it oh but i respect you so much yeah. so then whenever, I, I, yeah yeah so whenever she walks in on him on the in the stall oh. it that was the moment that i literally i paused the movie with my mouth wide open for like two minutes straight because i was not oh. expecting it because i did not expect her to walk in on him kissing another guy and so yeah but whenever yeah. he like he kind of apologizes to her and they have mm. that little moment like on the back yeah. uh, the behind the coffee shop where oh, she works yeah. and he's like sobbing on her i i li- that was the only time throughout this entire movie that i i i had tears because i was i felt my heart yeah. broke for yeah. him it was so sad it's, yeah 
that was really hard to to watch mm-hmm. but oh god those sobs yeah. i know poor danny mm-hmm. such a sweetie but like what an interesting contrast to see her go from like having her first boyfriend ever like the nicest guy but yeah. turns out he's gay so yeah. like that doesn't work out and then she goes to bad boy kyle yeah <laughs> timothy chalamet a little twerp even though they uh, should probably just get married in real life at this point I mean, yeah at this point yeah. they work really well together they, I'm, I'm noticing they have really good like awkward chemistry and i love every second of it <laughs> you are a sucker for some awkward i do i love i love a good awkward moment um <laughs> like they were so cute like i think of of course little women like where you know like you know how the, the best, story yeah. is supposed to end and you're watching that movie though I, I remember you and i left the theater when we oh. watched it and we were like yeah we know how it's supposed to end but we're like but we really did not want them to not end up together because their chemistry yeah. was so good it was you're kind of rooting for them you know yeah for sure for sure which is interesting because um i've heard from like interviews and stuff that timothy chalamet hated playing this character mm-hmm. in this film because it was he's like such a tool um <laughs> he's saying things like oh it's hella tight or something <laughs> And I die every time. Every time he said something like yeah. that, I was just like, oh, I got to bring this back. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell, <time>. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. So funny to me. Yeah, I was cracking up. Yeah, but he was like, yeah, he was he was definitely a bit of a, of a douche. I mean, and then whenever, like, the part that, like, made me mad, though, was whenever he was like, I fucking hate this song about uh dave matthews band crash into me yep. and i was like <gasps> the end how yep. dare you <laughs> oh i know. I love that song whenever her and julie were crying while we're singing crying. that song yeah. i it was my probably actually probably that is actually was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie because i oh absolutely it was so good and i love that that's song. like top three yeah for sure yeah <laughs> oh my gosh such yeah no it was so good such a good like best friend bonding moment i know when, um, we, re- re- when we reunite we'll recreate that moment we should <laughs> we absolutely have to Put know that on the list <laughs> yes Oh my gosh! Um, yeah, beautiful. yeah, definitely. The contrast between the two characters is insane, and, and also too how it affects her as a person, and like oh, for sure. the teenage phases that you go through, you know, and how mm-hmm. she wanted to be. She felt like she had to be this, like, I don't know, like this anarchist, rebellious, like um, different person. You know, like she was kind of ashamed right. of her her social standing, her economic mm-hmm. standing. Um, all of that you know like yeah it was it was a lot yeah and she even loses uh, her friendship with julie over Mm -hmm. all of that just because she kind of had to rewrite her own life to fit into that yeah it was really sad that area yeah which yeah sucked a lot but it's okay she ends up going to prom with julie that was so cute yeah oh love that forever i do love though whenever she like after prom or when i at the prom and all the nuns were giving them weird looks because they were like mm-hmm. all they were all dancing yeah <laughs> that was so cute and i love the so sister cute. the the nun sister joan joan or joanne or something yeah um yeah. when she was like cracking up about the uh mary to jesus prank that was really cute too oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> love that yeah oh yeah um, i don't think there i don't know how much else there was um in regards to the relationship thing but like yeah the mm-hmm. just i just i do like the the fact that that 
moment though the the crash into me by dave matthews band that was like the kind of the turning point for her when she realized like i what am i doing <laughs> like this is it yeah. this isn't me and like this guy isn't worth it and of course obviously the huge catalyst to that was her losing her virginity to him whenever she thought that it was like his Mutual. first time too <laughs> yeah which was yeah. actually hilarious whenever the fact that it ended in like two seconds and then yeah that made me laugh and then whenever he's like yeah i've had sex like six times before this i was like ew dude <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay what well, you have no he's like by the way you, here's the list well like you have no no it's not the like the fact that there's six guys six i mean six other six guys six guys <laughs> <laughs> it's not the fact that there's like six other partners that he's had it's the fact that he's had sex with at least six other people so he's had sex at least six other times and he still finished in two seconds then there's <laughs> no excuse dude come on kyle <laughs> come on kyle Oh Kyle, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Tragic, tragic. I mean, she's better yeah. off just for that alone. Yeah. That was a bit of a a bit of a rebound, I'd like to call it. Yeah. Cuz I mean, Danny was he was literally perfect. He just didn't like girls, <laughs> which yeah. is fine. Totally fine, fine. But not good but for her. She's she's a girl, exactly. so. Exactly. So it flowed really well, but mm-hmm. I guess now we know why. But yeah, so I guess for her to have that like that seemingly good relationship to that like, mm, we know this isn't good. We know this is toxic. Yeah. We know he's a quad mm-hmm. and still it happens and it's character development, which a lot happens in real life and yeah. we don't realize it when it's happening. We're like, we're not like, oh yeah, I'm going to date this person for character development. <laughs> but we all, looking back, yeah, we've all dated someone for character development. Definitely. It- Hashtag Levi. <laughs> 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 I'm just saying. I, all of the guys I've dated, to be honest. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I think I've may have been a little bit more actually no, I okay, I did not date this guy, but I, I definitely I definitely hooked up with this guy. <laughs> and he was not a good guy. I mean he was really nice. Aww. I really liked him, but it was good that he was not the type of guy to be in a relationship with because he would not have been a good boyfriend you know so Mm. he was um he like i hooked up with him and nothing crazy not hook up all the way hook up like most people assume it was high school and (laughs) so anyways um we we definitely like made out and stuff but he apparently had a girlfriend at the time that was like a long distance girlfriend (gasps) but he apparently also was hooking up with like at least three other people that i (gasps) knew one of which was a good friend of mine that i actually found out that he hooked up with her like valentine's day (gasps) which was like i think like three or four days after i spent time with him oh and so i found out from her and we found out like that and we were like oh no so we were both like i'm so sorry and then we both like stopped talking to him um (laughs) but we were like yeah and then i don't know and then there was i don't know how it it was not a i'm happy that it didn't turn out that to be a relationship type of thing but yeah there's Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys that you kind of learn from those mistakes and and i remember like loving the attention that he gave me because he was like Mm -hmm. a year older so it was like you know you know, just yeah. typical high school thing. You're flattered by attention from guys. Like that's what you look forward to. Um, if you're, you know, if you're into guys, that's like what you what you want. And so yeah, you definitely, yeah, you learn from it and you realize that like, huh, 
like that was I dodged a bullet and that sucks because I was really bummed out for a while after that but I mean at least I know now you know like you said yeah. character development you gotta learn mm-hmm. you gotta live you gotta learn yeah it sucks but <laughs> it does you got it's gotta happen I mean um but unfortunately unfortunately for a lady ladybird that happened to be her um experience with like I mean it was a very like sad way to like kind of lose her virginity but the sad part about that is that it happens all too many times to high school girls Mm -hmm. you know oh yeah for sure like in high school because like that is for most I feel like for most girls is about the time that they that it happens for them that they lose it Mm -hmm. um for a lot of them and so unfortunately it happens I mean I can't tell you how many times that I've had conversations with friends in high while I was in high school where something Mm -hmm. like that would happen and then like like a week later like they'd be devastated because it didn't work out you know yeah which is like so interesting to me because high school relationships are so fleeting that Mm -hmm. like I don't know I was never that person thankfully I was very much a recluse and like I was a cynic even Mm -hmm. back then because I just I could sense that it was too good to be true yeah so I was my high school nickname was the nun because of that oh my gosh and I'm I hate you know what I love it. I live. I live for that because I. W- I didn't like. Sister I had enough Melanie tragedy at your service. <laughs> No, you're going up I, to you're going up to all your uh your friends in high school and you're just like six inches for the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I should have honestly. I should have, but no. I mean, it was it was weird to even just watch my friends go through stuff like that, and I'm yeah. like looking at them like you guys are dumb like (laughs) do you not see the pattern like I don't know it was just like not what I was into and you know like I had already enough to deal with with like trying to figure out how to do math and pass um and like I transferred schools way too many times and so like and that was part of it actually was being bullied about like people calling me the nun and stuff but it's not a big deal I mean it's it's hard because it's like they're the opposite side of that is like being called like a slut you know right and I I remember I had friends that like Jimmy for instance whenever Jimmy and I um started dating in high school he um he did not think that uh I was a virgin because of the uh all my friends you know and it's just one of those things where with like like a like an association thing so he had Mm. just assumed that i like he's like i wasn't judging you about it i just assumed that you weren't you know Mm -hmm. because like we we had uh um yeah so whenever we met he was like he was like yeah i was i was positive that you weren't because of like kind of all your friends and stuff because I mean I had some friends that like I hung out with and some of them like that I would some of the girls that I would hang out with had you know not so great reputations because they were a little bit open about the fact that they were kind of you know they partied a lot and they may have hooked up with a bunch of different guys and stuff and so because of that and I was thinking to myself, I was like, huh, that's interesting. So like looking at, at back at my high school like life, even though like I was not like all that experience, like I it, it may not have come across that way, not because of my actions or how I acted in mm. school, but only just because of kind of who I hung out with, which is like nothing wrong with them because like the those girls right. that I hang out with, they were great girls. And so it didn't matter to me what they did. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, it's interesting. Like the kind of the yeah. stigma that you, ha- you, that you may or may not have, um, you know, 
had during your high school career without you even knowing you know yeah yeah high school yeah. is shitty but it is it's so it's so shitty <laughs> i wouldn't and go scary. back i know same i'm so curious to what it is like now with like social media and like oh my god i could not everybody wears so much makeup like i just oh my god i, I know i mean we had myspace I, in high school which was not nearly as toxic as like twitter and oh for like, sure you know, even uh, obviously space, Facebook. You, can't, you but... couldn't like put like a filter on a photo. You just upload it. Yeah, you just upload it. I like, mean, you have you to would, like, like, you could like put your like your own, like you can like put like a black and white photo on or like a sepia right. photo on. But, but yeah, whereas like have... Instagram, you go on yeah, and you like, you can adjust things or like now there's a bunch of stuff, which is like yeah. fine. Like I get editing your photos like no, for sure. Face tuning it and person, stuff. But yeah. Like, but it's just like young girls. Yeah. Like you, they, them of all people have the skin <laughs> of like a baby's bot. Yeah. Like <laughs> you cannot, you cannot, you don't have a good excuse to wear makeup. Yeah. You don't I just need don't... foundation if you no. don't have any blemishes to cover up. Now, granted, it, some, and... some high schoolers didn't have great skin because you're hormonal and you have teenage acne right. and stuff. So I get that. But I mean, putting a bunch of makeup on doesn't make it any better but no that literally makes it worse yeah and so but i mean but it's hard though because i can only imagine because i would my whole thing with the social media is like the social media like the not just the bullying the but the pressure yeah. exactly because you have all these like influencers and stuff that people follow and all these um models and stuff that people follow yeah. and not to mention that we yeah. through twitter and like instagram and stuff we have and now tiktok we have like immediate access to these different celebrities and models and stuff like we have immediate mm -hmm. access into whatever they decide to put out there and for like a teenager in high school it's like imagine having that access to somebody like before you would you would just have to worry about like oh i'm not as pretty or i don't i'm not as skinny or i don't look as good as the girls that are in the magazines at the grocery store now mm -hmm. it's like i <laughs> have not only whatever i see on the magazine covers like you also have what you see online every single day that you log in to your phone because you have all these direct access to all these different beautiful you know abnormally perfect seemingly perfect looking people you know mm -hmm. it's a lot of pressure yeah. and it's a lot of um and then too not to mention like obviously the bullying aspect of it has gotten very aggressive because of that myspace i mean we there was bullying but it was not as common as it is today yeah and not to mention you know i don't want to go down too much down this route but like you know predatory predators oh for sure scary so scary. scary i can't i'm world. like i think that putting realistic pressure on your kids to like make sure that they do good and you know work hard is fine but like and this is kind of segueing back into the movie um <laughs> but putting unrealistic um pressure on your kids it, it's just not for me you know what i mean i don't think that it's no, healthy it's, toxic, it's yeah. toxic it's not good for their mental health it's not good for their outlook on life it's not good for mm -hmm. their relationship with their future kids or their future your spouses even you know right. um how they treat other people how they treat themselves you know mm -hmm. putting this um type of pressure on them and within this movie it was it was it was so much because i i i and i what i one thing i did love um about lady bird is the fact that no matter how much kind of shit her mom threw her way and how much unbelievable like kind of unnecessarily mean stuff that she would say about her you know about mm -hmm. how she's not gonna yeah. succeed she can't she couldn't right. get into anything if she tried it was right. just overly overly aggressive things 
things that just aren't necessary. Um, she would, you know, stand up to her mom and she would fight with her, but she would also defend her at every turn. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she would, she would be mad. She'd have her moment. But then if anybody else had anything to say to her that even if it wasn't remotely mean, they would just say like whenever Danny was saying that your mom scares me and she was just mm-hmm. like immediately was like defending her mom. She was like, she, she just she loves me. she has a big heart she loves me you know right and mm-hmm. um that kind of made me sad too because i look at it from like a, like a psychological standpoint and i'm thinking to myself i'm like i don't like you don't want your kid to grow up associating that kind of behavior or that kind of um hmm. you know what i mean like they associate somebody that kind of like is that aggressive with them and almost borderline bully you know bullying right. them that they associate that with oh well they just care you know oh yeah they just like they just love me you know got it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, because it's and that's you know maybe i'm looking too much into it but that's how i kind of think of things because like it's it's hard because you see people you know the the relationship as much as we try not to let it affect us our relationship with our parents do reflect our relationships you know in the future you know whether we mm-hmm. kind of re- kind of reflect that um whether we we kind of mirror that type of relationship in our future relationships or we right. use that as a way to be like this is a tool for me to use to uh, what not to do you know mm-hmm. um either way it's like a kind of a, it's, it's almost a direct influence on how your uh future relationships are going to be you know oh absolutely absolutely so so yeah parents take care of your kids yeah don't be too hard on them either <laughs> don't I mean, be a dick okay don't be a dick <laughs> <laughs> i mean i and you know i feel like i can say that now as a parent <laughs> <laughs> you have the authority now. i have the authority to say bless you do not be a dick to your parents <laughs> be nice you to your kids don't put too much pressure on them accept them love them you don't that's all they need they go. don't need anything else they don't need you they don't need like you to be their best friend or spoil them rotten you don't need to do any of that you just yeah. accept just them gonna and, like them you know? yeah like them and love them yeah give them teach them respect and discipline but you know you don't need to be like they don't your kids don't need to be scared of you like that's not what yeah. you want you know for sure well yeah but that was a good i think overall i like i said i think it was a, i think it was a really good movie i liked it a lot i i did yeah. make me feel a lot of feelings and it like obviously mm-hmm. by everything that we've talked about it, it brought up it, it definitely like dredges up a lot of like nostalgia for you know people oh, when yeah. you watch it like a lot of brings back like huh what was my high school career like compared to this oh for <laughs> sure yeah no very much a cute movie and yeah i think i think now that we've gone through our entire high school and dating experience <laughs> finish it up with some fun facts i just have a few love them um and i thought this was really funny because so i was watching this last night with ella my roommate Mm -hmm. and she and this is a fact that i had looked up before and so it's really funny she was like oh my gosh i didn't know sir sharon and had like acne i was like well Mm -hmm. let me tell you she actually did uh theater work before they shot this and so because of all the heavy makeup and the light it made her break out like crazy and so instead of like waiting for it to die down and like treating it she left it for the film because she thought it added to the character which is amazing i think yes that's some method acting (laughs) yeah she's like a yeah high school teenage acne that that's pretty cool it is and it was like subtle enough that like you could see that she had 
acne i don't know i thought it was great yeah it was cool it worked out um another fun fact is the first draft of this script was 350 pages long which would make this movie almost six hours long (laughs) can you imagine how like i'm just so curious what those page it like what else what more yeah what more can you add to it that it wouldn't be like unless it's like like a i'm just yeah at that point it's like a it's like a reality reality tv type of situation it's like war flashbacks at that point but no i'm like i would i would give a pretty penny to pick greta gerwig's mind about that so interesting i wonder if she might take some of that content and like put it into something like another project or something you know i hope so that'd be kind of cool. that would be cool should definitely have a lot of uh ideas for it yeah like a a six six hours worth that's like she can do like three and a half four movies almost yeah i mean she has at least four and a half hours worth of uh ideas for a film i think and the last fact that i have is that this film is included in the 1001 movies you must see before you die nice there you go you've knocked off at least one of the (laughs) 1001 movies that you must see before you die nice (laughs) we'll have to like we'll have to um pull up that list and be like i know like kind of reference it with our next all of our episodes and see see where we are yeah that way you guys can it'll be like 1001 movie bingo (laughs) you could just oh not good idea we should do that actually yeah (laughs) that's a good idea we'll have to go back and see well on our next episode we'll let you guys know of what other movies that we already did were on that list yeah i'm sure maybe maybe at least one of them oh i'm probably princess bride at the very least because i feel like that's on most lists has to be yeah has to be interesting we'll check it out that's cool though well yes great movie Movie, great facts um great memories that we just had a little throwback in this episode i know it was mostly a lot of it was more of like a therapeutic episode where we talked about our past oh, and stuff that. but you know what if you um wanted to get it to know us a little bit better you're welcome if you couldn't care less about who we are as individuals and what shaped us then i am not sorry because that was fun <laughs> this is good yeah this is really fun i'm i think this is a a fun episode so we hope you enjoyed it yes definitely i hope it wasn't too traumatizing to reminisce on high school memories oh my gosh yeah and if you're any of the people that we may have been talking about that we may have listed or may have not listed (laughs) i names may have dropped or not dropped then uh you're welcome and i'm sorry (laughs) because i don't depending on who you are (laughs) yeah depending (laughs) on how you are or how you take it because i don't know how everyone if they everyone listening listed was listening how they would take it but you know yeah same I maybe i'll just I'll, i'm gonna we'll find out one day maybe i'm gonna download like a little bleep and just bleep out their <laughs> names in my editing yes please do it so you don't have to bleep out Levi. Wait, who are you talking if he hears about? this he should know <laughs> no he we're gonna to get know. we're gonna get sued by levi's <laughs> yeah right no I, meant like, no I meant like i meant like levi's like the jeans oh <laughs> Like, how dare you? No, I wish Levi's the brand broke my heart and not oh Levi the my person. God. That'd be funny. That would be really Have funny. Have a t-shirt. <laughs> Don't be a Levi. <laughs> Don't be a Levi. 
Feckin Levi. Should that be the uh, context clue for this episode? Oh my god! <laughs> Just a photo of the Levi's. <laughs> it's gonna be the Levi, the Levi logo with a mustache on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i need to edit all of this out or leave it and i can't That's decide <laughs> i don't know <laughs> no i'm just gonna, be I'm gonna bleep life. the name every single time so people are gonna be like who are they talking about <laughs> i'm gonna die this is good this is a great episode already oh my god my favorite so far um <laughs> Ooh, okay oh, the all right slash maketh um <laughs> <laughs> cool okay so next episode will be my pick again um and i can tell you right now i have no idea what the hell <laughs> of a movie i'm gonna choose because i mean i've let's see i went from princess bride to trained busan which are like a little bit of a genre shift so i'm feeling it's like okay. i want to like shift genres again yeah yeah that's fine i have a few other movies that are kind of fit into that like category you know what I mean? Like where it's, mm-hmm. it can be somewhere within the realm of either a like Princess Bride type of like fantasy type or it can mm-hmm. be like a Train to Basan type of like thriller, creepy-esque, you know, vibe. Fair. Yeah. Um, so I can do, I, I have movies on my like my list of 10. Mm-hmm. I can go either way. But Roll I all, dice. <laughs> yeah. But I also have other movies that I can just go completely totally. left field. And I, yeah. I'm thinking I might go left field. I, I, I'm thinking maybe might go knock out the ones that are on like currently on streaming services oh you know um because there's some of them yeah because there's some of them i have that are like on netflix and hulu um Mm. so people can like watch them for free if they have those accounts um so yeah i'm thinking about doing those ones first so i think i think i know what the next one i'm gonna do is gonna be actually um because it's on Netflix right now. And I don't know how long it's going to be because you never know. But <laughs> it should be interesting. <laughs> I don't know how people... Are you going to say it and just bleep it out? No, I'm not going to say it. I'll say it after we hang up okay, the, or okay, stop okay. recording. But like, yeah, because obviously because you need to know what to watch in preparation for this. <laughs> but That'd be helpful. Yeah, but it's going to be interesting how it's going to be received because uh, it's a... It, it's a it, <sighs> It's a weird freaking movie. Um, oh, I know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. I know which you one know it is. You know what it is. Oh, I'm not prepared for that one. Yeah, okay. you know, it's okay. it's weird, but it's so good. I mean, you just got to go in with like an open mind, an open heart. <laughs> and, you know, I think that you might be pleasantly surprised, you know? Yeah, you never know. You never, you know. never know. Or you might be like turning it off halfway through and skip the episode entirely. And which case i wouldn't blame you but i would kind of judge you for being a little bit judgmental towards this movie because <laughs> i would judge you for judging <laughs> i would judge you for judging because how dare you um <laughs> anyways okay so yeah but yeah so that was our episode hope you survived um our traumas <laughs> and if you want to give us a follow on instagram that's currently our only social media platform it's um at film interrupted and there's a link on there where you can click on to get to our uh web page where you can listen to um click on the all the links to get to all the streaming platforms so depending what service you use to listen to your favorite podcast it'll be on that link um, yes 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 yeah and another oh, thing too goodness. i guess i'll add in we actually have never said this but you know if um you 
you do enjoy the podcast, it would be great if you kind of give us a good rating or and a review because, you know, those are helpful, you know? And and you know what? If you have any constructive criticism, we're new at this. We don't know what the hell we're doing. We're just doing this for fun because it's, you know, we're in Corona times and even before corona times we were doing this but this is corona times (laughs) we need something to do other than gaining like our corn 15s over here oh no (laughs) and so yeah so anything that um any constructive criticism just send us a dm or an email or something and let us know what we're doing wrong or what you would what any suggestions that you have we're open to hearing them because we know we have some listeners and even some actually i was looking on the map and we have some uh, in um, some different countries too. Oh. Just a few, like a few hello. listeners. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> hello. 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 I think I saw one that was in Spain. So hello, my Ooh. fellow Spaniards. I am. V- hola. Yeah. Hola. Um, and yeah. So if you can give us a good rate and uh, review, that'd be fantastic because we would love to see that and we would love to hear what people have to say about, well, everything that we're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we love that. I already said the last episode that I was a bit of a masochist, so please bring it. Give me all the constructive criticism. (laughs) (laughs) Or just love us because, you know, I do need some love and affection. Yeah, you know, we'll take both. We'll take both. Preferably the second one. Preferably the love. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll accept anything that you're giving us, to be honest. (laughs) Um, perfect. Okay. Well, I think that's about it. Anything else you want to say to um, our lovely, uh, however many listeners, if they're even still here? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's all. Thanks again for listening. Thanks again for watching the movies and listening along with us. Um, and we'll see you next time. Perfect. Okay. Cue exit music. Do, 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 do. I don't remember how it goes off the top of my head. I don't either. <laughs> All right, I'm positive. Bye.